1: It's the sad
3: news from the Tom Bernard Show with Thackmaster, Ralph Dabash, M.D., The David Schrader, Andy Brand bernard
0: Cassie Schrader.
3: You should have potted yourself down so we could hear you.
0: Oh, am I speaking
4: so softly? No,
0: but the
3: music was pretty loud. (laughs) You just have to be really close to these mics. Yeah, you do. That is true. So it all worked out. We'll be right back. Kickoff Hour
1: 2, Tom Bernard Show. Walser Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walser way. Up front, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive
0: Group, walzer.com.
1: Adam Ant. Ooh. Oh, it's Adam Ant. That's right. Not Billy really Idol. Adam Ant. No. Da, 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 da,
3: da, da. God, I forgot all about Adam Ant. Right? Great song. It is a great I song. i you not getting a happy mood listening to this. Is this their one song, or have they done more?
5: Uh, no, he did a bunch of uh, yeah, did, big yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, by, by a bunch, I think four or five. But still, for the 80s, that's pretty big. That's it true. There insane. were a
3: lot of one-hit wonders.
1: Yeah. Is everybody in a good mood now from Adamant? Yes. Yeah. to make you feel good? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm going to read this. <laughs> Mark your calendar. The next U.S. recession will begin in less than two years. Really? In 2020, a new survey says more than half of the 105 real estate experts and economists in the quarterly survey by housing data provider Zillow and research firm Pulsenomics point to monetary policy as the likeliest cause. Fed officials have signaled at least three rate increases this year. A year ago, a geopolitical crisis was seen as the most likely cause of the next recession by survey panelists. In the meantime, the housing market is expected to see stronger price appreciation than forecast a year ago, with home values rising 5.5% to a median of $220,800 in 2018, according to Zillow. And Pulsnomics last year uh, forecast called for a 3.7% gain. A separate Fannie Mae survey forecasts home prices will rise 3.9% over the next 12 months. What I love about that, though, is those are very specific houses—not all houses. Markets are total. Like right now, the luxury market is dead. Yep. Nobody's buying a house over what is it? Uh, like a million
5: dollars or something like that?
1: Yep. a million two or five
6: hundred thousand. Yeah, right around there.
5: Honey, we're going to have to hold off on that million-dollar house, I guess. No, I'm just Recession's saying. Recession's coming. That they're not
1: selling at all. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> and that's because you can't first of all you can't raise rates and then tell people sorry but you can't write off your property taxes. Right. It's like what? And your interest. And your interest. Yeah, it's all salt state and local taxes, all salt taxes.
5: Well, you're okay you if you're the homeowner, but it, not a, if you're if you buy property to rent. That's where you're running into the tax implications, nope. right?
1: Nope, you cannot write off. If if you can write $10,000 in state and local taxes off, that's it. That's not good news. And you're going to some more babies.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <do. laughs> need more
1: than 12 kids. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, you know, they always say the economy is going to collapse. Uh, so I don't know if it's actually going to happen or not, but it would be a 12, uh, 12 year stretch between 2008 and 2020. So we shall see. If it does, if the, if the U.S., this might cause people to make it crash. I was going to say if the market does, if there, there's another huge U.S. recession, I will retire. I'm not going through that again no way helping people out you know what happened when I helped people out after the first one got people got pissed off at me they, they ended up
5: really being mad
1: at me because I helped them out it's like why did you ask me to help you out well you
5: are you kind of a mad? selfish prick when it comes to helping people yeah that's very that's what big you're... heart of
1: yours I think what happens is
6: you help somebody then they feel indebted to you. They don't want to feel indebted to Bam. you. you know, and even if they're but not I'd, indebted money-wise, they then they get angry to alienate you. So they said, well, he was, he's a jerk. You know, I hate him anyhow. And blah, blah, blah. Great story. I, I love this story. <laughs> I have
1: a, somebody very... And yeah, Dave, you know the story. Uh, somebody I'm close to, a guy asked to borrow money from him. And it was tens of thousands of dollars. It wasn't some small amount of money. And uh guy didn't pay him back, didn't pay him back, didn't pay him back. They go out... Uh, the guy who lent the money and the guy who borrowed the money went out together. The guy who borrowed the money had a few too many and started attacking the guy who lent the money and said, "You know, there are, there are a lot of things about you I don't really care for. It's just I, I, I don't know. I just I got a lot of problems with the way you do things." And my friend said, "Well, wh- what about that money I lent you six months ago?" He goes, "Yeah, leave it up to you to bring that up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? <laughs>
3: Yeah, you you don't lend people money. You give them money because you're never you're going right. to see it, you're, you're you're never right. see it again. You're never going to see it again. You're absolutely and you, right.
6: And, and you should state that up front. I'm going to give you this money yeah. so that then you don't lose a friend.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So I know it's it's unbelievable. If there is another recession, I'm just going to go walk the earth. Was that <laughs> you're going to go fiction? walk about? Was that pulp fiction where the guy wanted to walk the earth? I thought that was kung fu. Well, that that too. Fair. But I mean, well, that was Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump wanted to walk the earth. He ran That's the earth. Yeah. Oh, he ran the earth, didn't he? That's yeah. right, he ran. That was the first movie that kind of put those uh, figures like John Wayne and JFK in the movie, wasn't it? Forrest it was Gump one was of one, one of the first examples yeah. I can
3: think of of, like, decent green screening.
1: Yeah, it was green screening, exactly. But I, I don't know, we'll see. Do you think... Do you think why is there a recession imminent? Because we haven't really gained that much since the last recession. No, so but we keep pumping and out and
5: bad money after bad we money. Do
1: it's true. We're making money. Yeah, we're printing it. Yeah, yeah. But uh,
5: thank yeah, God but we're heavily invested in cryptocurrency yeah, with me, right. Ralph. You're right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, no problem. Yeah,
6: <laughs> you know the job job uh, unemployment rate is lowest, lower than it's been since World War II.
1: And so why would there be a recession?
6: Yeah, that's my point. Is that we, what's going on? You know what, you know, or is this just? Uh,
5: Political
1: rhetoric, no, hysteria history. mongering, right? Uh,
6: because oh, we're going to hysteria monger, you know, any way we can. We're going to do anything to say this is a terrible administration. I, re- you know, it, right. And if you oh plant the God. seeds
5: now, and people talk about it for the next two or three years, when the election comes up, look, we're had. Everybody's been talking about it. We must be heading into a recession. Then you've already well, got that seed.
1: There is a new doubt, election so. in 2020. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, you know, there's another election in 2020. So it's just kind of a coincidence that we're going to hit the wall in 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, whatever you say. It's just the whole thing. Uh, The market rises and the market falls, and we'll see what the situation is. Last time, the last time around 2008, the way the federal government, uh, huge big banks like Wells Fargo and Wall Street, I mean, they, they set that whole deal up. It was hideous what they did to the people. There's no question about it. Really, really hideous. Guys making billions betting against the economy. That should not be allowed. I'm sorry, but they shorting shouldn't even... Shorting the system, yeah. Shorting the system, yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to make money off other people's misery. But it's... Pla-
5: it's unless you it's do a radio... placing bill. a bet. All you're it doing is, is betting. I know, I know. And And there's just as big a chance of losing out on that deal. But they... Oh,
6: you're right. They also have the opportunity to make that happen.
5: Right. They're That's the whole deal. You, get right. to
6: a, you get to a certain size, you're influential enough that you can make changes. You can make... You right. Can, or you can see what's going to happen, or a group of you get together. Hey, let's ruin this economy. Okay, boom. Or you, oh, sh- you short it.
5: You short it, and then dump your stocks. Yeah, right. And exactly then everybody right. makes the run on it, and there comes your your gain again. Yep. it's just uh, that that stuff should not be allowed.
1: There's no question about it. Honest to God, I heard it. I heard a Wells Fargo commercial the other day. It was hilarious. You know we. We understand we hit a bump in the road a while back, but uh, we're doing everything we can to correct that and come back and serve you as we always have, with best intentions. It's
5: like, what? The road to hell is paved with those (laughs)
1: aren't they? the best intentions.
6: Have you noticed that now, if you deposit cash into your
1: uh, account, that they require you to have an ID? If Yes, that's right. Somebody just told me they tried to deposit a bunch of cash in their account and they wouldn't let them. It wouldn't didn't have where, his ID. Yeah. If you he had, said so, I'm putting money in, I'm not taking it out. And they go, nope. Unless you have your ID, you cannot put it in. No
5: Maybe sense. it's the amount of money you guys are putting in. I never have that problem. No, oh, here, no, we here no.
6: Yeah, I go up, you know, because, because we take cash <laughs> cash receipts for Botox and things right. in the office. You go up there with you know hundred dollars. Oh no, you got to see that. got to see that, man. This is really a problem, man.
3: Well, I worked for a, a bank and they said. If they're depositing money, they don't. They can deposit the money. It's no, like, you know, what? Are, how are they more. going to possibly cha- scam someone by putting money into an Andy, account? Andy, it's changed. So it the federal changed. government
6: is trying to follow this money laundering. Well, that's simple. You know, if someone's putting in a regular amount all the time, well, you're putting in a regular amount all the time. It seems like that's what you do. Then all of a sudden you show up with uh, $50,000, and you do that four or five weeks in a row. And you go, hey, whoa, 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 buddy, where's this coming from? And then right. there should be an audit. They
1: should look at it and say, maybe you should show us your ID now. Do you, uh, is it still $10,000 where you have to report it? They, yeah. they have to report it yeah. to the FBI if you were deposit That's right. more you, than ten grand. And
6: you sign, You have to. there's signatures and stuff like that to make sure that that tax has been registered and all that sort of stuff. You know, I'm yeah. sure it triggers an audit. If you drop a couple uh, $10,000 cash deposits in your account, you're getting audited, buddy.
5: <laughs> well, I work with a guy that does all of our foreign tours, but oh, yeah. he's based out of um, Bucharest. So when I get my transfer of funds... I got jumped through fire. It takes like four to six weeks for the money to actually get into my account, mm. and they 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 forensically comb through me to see yeah. where this money went. I'm like, I'm hosting an event. I'm a tour guide over there. Oh yeah, I'm paid to come in. This is my money back for everything I've paid for my airfare and hotels and all of my a- expenditures. This is my my break even. And but you know, again, you're coming out of Romania. <laughs> I, there I, is it, that that sets off a few alarms. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I, yeah. I don't know that I want to live in a country where other countries send me money and people question it, Tom. <laughs> yes, you don't want to live there. It's all true. Yeah, I don't know. I,
1: it, it, the whole thing is amazing. The, the the, I suppose it's always been this way, no matter what the currency was or where it was trading animals or whatever. But it fascinates me, people's love of money. It's just, God, it's over the top. It's all that matters to them. Money, money, money. Oh, it's got to be the money. Yep. It's, and it's people,
6: disgusting. And people have a hard time looking at the other parts of their compensation when you work. You know, a nice work environment, yeah. uh, time off. Right. You know, you know. <laughs> it, there's many other pieces to your compensation that people just turn a blind eye to and they just only look at those dollar bills. That's the
1: only thing that's, that's important. Yeah, that's true. It is unbelievable. But, uh, again, what they have to realize 100 years from now, we're all going to be dead. So what the hell's the difference?
5: I don't, it doesn't matter how much dough you got. If you're a dog. Not me. I go to... Ralph Basham, he's keeping me alive forever.
6: Yeah, that's right. I'll keep you
1: alive
5: <laughs> as long as I don't do cash transactions. that keep me alive
1: forever. <laughs> I love it. Gavin on uh, Silicon Valley, he was getting. He has a blood boy that he gets young, fresh cells and pumped into blood a Blood boy. They're called blood boys. Yeah. Oh my God. And they, they, the young guys are they're really physically fit, and they do intravenous feeds of their blood into his. They found out the guy had been this blood boy is supposed to be you know vegan and the whole deal. <laughs> They found out he had been eating ho-hos. <laughs> and Gavin says, My blood boy's been eating ho ho's. If that's true, I might only live to be a hundred and twenty. Wants to live forever. Did you yeah.
5: see that X Files episode in this last season yes. with the when they had him back to back and they were feeding the blood to one another? Yep. That yep. was a weird cult like deal too, but very
6: what? A blood boy. Well, what if what if what if the blood boy you know goes someplace and gets malaria? Yeah. Well, or, there you go. Or oh, really? decides he's got a little narcotics problem, or maybe he's a little promiscuous, and uh, boom, he picks up the AIDS.
3: hmm hey. Oh God,
1: how about that uh, R. Kelly, that the latest woman that accuses him of uh, raping her and abusing her for a year, gave her herpes, or oh my God, or uh, this R. Kelly gave uh, her. You sound like he gifted it. Wait, <laughs> hey, by the way, I well, no, they got said she. she no, that was her quote. She said he gave me herpes. Uh, she took him too, though. I don't really understand the attraction <laughs> of R. Kelly. No, he is one of the ugliest human beings ever born.
6: I know. I... <laughs> he's hideous, and he's still getting a slide. You know, you know, for what he's been doing.
1: I know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I never will understand it. Getting a pass, free pass, because he's got a lot of money. Is that I what don't it know. is? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's, it's money again. It's well, that can't
5: great. be true. Kevin Spacey's got a lot of money. Harvey Weinstein has a lot of money. Not anymore. He's broke. Right. But, I mean, it's, it, you can't even just say that if you have enough money, you can make the problems go away. I guess. R. Kelly. But yeah. but right now, there's. I think it's because everybody's so worried about attacking certain individuals yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. because it's going to then be looked at as a racial deal oh, instead of – No doubt. Right. And, and when you start crossing that line – I think that's why, that's why there's a lot of really untalented musicians and artists out there yeah, right now that are, are making it because nobody wants to call them out because they'll they'll think it's a racial issue. But
1: see, but worrying about it looking like a racial issue is racist. That's what amazes. Agreed. Me. That's what amazes me about that whole thing, the fact that you treat them differently because of their skin color. You're a racist. Sorry, I, but. Nobody gets special treatment and nobody gets treated like dirt. That's, right, just that's how what,
5: it is. Everybody's equally. We're all equally good or bad. And if you're bad, we're going to treat you as such exactly. because you're bad. It has nothing to do with your black, white, yellow, green, whatever. It has nothing. Or
6: right. whatever you do with your wiener or your other parts.
5: Wiener? What do you mean? Uh,
6: yeah. Well, I mean, just so <laughs> <to> extend the <laughs> same thing to gay people, lesbian things, all those. That was that Hey, you're the same. You're the same. So we, right. you respect you, you take, you know.
5: Yeah, you just know, leave it. kids alone. And don't tell me what's yeah. going kids on. Kids and dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Kids and animals. But screw leave the, the cat. Okay, I was going to say, you're yeah. going to let the cats get it?
1: No, nah, leave the kids and animals alone. You can do whatever else you want with your genitalia. Good for you. Right. Yep. I'm happy you know, adults. That's why I, I could care less about
5: Bill uh, Clinton having sex with an intern. Who cares? Keep it on track. Do it. Just go on. She was an adult, Ralph. If she was, If she was mm-hmm. 17 or younger, I'd have a problem. But he
1: was lording over her
5: job. Yeah, well, that's, was right. that's, that's exactly was, harassment. At Ultimate what point harassment. does she put herself in the position I she know. you can say no? I understand. I know,
6: but you know, you know, that's you know, maybe
5: she, maybe she pushed, She admitted she wanted a career. I, I know, sure. and I'm but, not I'm yeah. not standing so, up for him. So you in can't, that can't have both
6: sides. You can't have both sides of this argument. Right. You cannot say that men or women or in power or can abuse somebody, and but you can't have that other piece where someone who's an underling can use their sexuality to get ahead.
1: Yeah. Right. God, what a mess we've created with social media. Let me just tell That's what I want. That's what we all want. Oh, the Beatles version. That's the best one. It is the best one. John Lennon at his best, actually, right there. We'll be back. Tom Bernard, Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you know how important it is to have the right dock. That's why you should know about flow docks. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side to side sway. They're completely modular so you can configure them to your family's needs or add on as your family's needs grow. And get this, you can install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy. My friends at Flow also told me that hockey star Ryan Suter bought a Flow Dock and Lift as he wanted the best for his family. See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. See them at F-L-O-E-I-N-T-L dot com. Flow Docks and Lifts. A better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutrimost weight loss plan, and now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, June 18th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really, really fast. I've lost about 50 pounds now at Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that are weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the Nutrimost weight loss plan is so easy and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life. And I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on June 18th. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Never requested. Bumper music. Ba-da. I love this song.
3: Who uses this in their commercials? Somebody uses this in their What's the song called? Apache. Apache.
1: Oh, damn and it, it I'm is. Down south of the border. It's kind of Taco like, John's new potato It probably it, is, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, it El Paso pecan cool. sauce or something it's like
0: something
4: that? It's something like Might that. Might have been.
1: But I was thinking it was also like Gillette Shave Cream or something, <laughs> something like, I'm a tough shaver. <laughs> Let's see. Was no, in tough in shaver adver- does it without.
3: It was in a what? It was an advertisement for a bunch of stuff that we have never seen because it's in the UK. Oh, a lot of in the UK. That yeah, was a UK group. The uh, UK doesn't even were, exist. We're British, I believe. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was,
6: and, it was a, and it was supposed to be a, a beach
3: song, a beach bum song. Oh really? It yeah. doesn't sound like a beach song genre. It sounds oh, like a well, it's got that steel song. guitar though. The ding, that was yeah. big in the '60s. Pipe yeah, yeah pipeline
5: Pipe was and, a, it, well, you know, most those. of the songs in the '60s. Yeah. yeah, they have that kind of spy TV theme with
1: the oh, slide yeah. guitar oh. and the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right.
6: Spy TV. Thank yeah. you.
1: That's
3: right. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. No question about it. It's in a commercial for TIAA, whatever that is. TIAA. That is. Some other thing that we've never heard Some of. Some other thing. <laughs> Some other
1: thing we've never heard of.
3: So you are talking about uh, you can't accuse R. Kelly of anything because they'll immediately cry racism. Well, that happened this month. It did? Yep. The Time's Up movement called for a boycott, and then his management said it was the attempted lynching of a black man oh, who has God. made extraordinary See? contributions to our culture. I'm
1: telling you, yeah. it's, just, it's getting worse by the minute. So... Some people can do whatever the hell they want to do. I, just I, I, say a just, scary word like
3: sad. lynching and everyone shuts down.
1: Well, how about, oh, that, that poor bastard. What was the guy's name? Preston Wilson, the uh, baseball announcer for the Houston Astros. You hear about that one? Mm-mm. Oh, find that audio, Andy. I think his name is Preston Wilson. It was very
5: hairy carry Oh, find that audio.
1: <laughs> Andy, if you can find the audio. <laughs> um,
5: so.
6: <laughs> Um, oh, Tom, I'm seeing Harry hanging out the window. Yeah. Oh, on God. Oh.
1: Drunker than hell.
6: Out of his head. <laughs> My favorite is
1: still, Barnard, control your monkey. Because <laughs> Mike Gelfand said, hey, Harry, have you had anything to drink so far today? Long pause.
3: Barnard, control your
1: monkey. <laughs> like,
3: is it this here? Everybody's having a tough time. He looks like Malky.
1: Looks nope. Like no, no. It's he's. Exa- it's actually during a Houston Astros baseball
3: game yesterday. Uh, during a of course, a Hus- they're doing plenty of damage control on this one. So oh, it they are. Might take a while to find. Uh. Know,
6: they, they. When you're in those situations, when you're doing live color. Yeah. You're doing it for every game. You write a lot of stuff.
1: That's what I was saying on the ear today. Yeah. People do not understand on television and the radio when you're ad libbing a show. Give it a whirl sometimes and <laughs> see if everything you say oh, is right on
5: the money. That's why we were joking around the one day talking about Harry Carey he was great at that. You'd be sitting there and it's just there's nothing left to say, right? And he's all of a sudden like, you know, Ryan Sandberg's name backwards is Kirbin Ron, <laughs> yeah. and it's wrong. And then you just there'd be the pause and you'd hear Steve Stone go. Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating. Fascinating.
6: <They're> great. <laughs> the, the BBC was talking about a, a long-term uh, cricket announcer, and the games last forever. And this announcer would be able to keep people's interest because he would start describing things that were going on on the field. He says, well, look, look, why that's a that's a black and white seagull. I haven't seen one of those just flying across in the, in the distance. What a wonderful sight. He would just go through these sort of things all the time. But you have to have uh, – yeah. I admire you, Tom, for that because – when you're doing this and you're trying to say things, you have to not only not only be able to be entertaining, but then you also have to avoid things that uh, you can't say. You have to avoid things that you shouldn't say that might be offensive to, right. to the people who are listening. Right, and it's impossible to to walk that minefield without stepping on a couple bouncing Betties once in a while. And I mean, it's
1: sports.yahoo.com. I think maybe, maybe I analyst. found it. Yep, this is it.
0: I don't know how you guys feel about this uh, blummer and baggy, but for me, it was the slider. I, I can take the fastball, but I actually had somebody <laughs> ask me if I could go back in history and change one thing. I slip, I
4: skip right over slavery and went to the slider. Yeah. that's how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> is-
1: Whoops! I'd skip right over slavery and go and get rid of the slider. Now, Preston Wilson is black. We should be pointed out.
2: Oh well, then
3: who cares?
1: Well, apparently a lot of people care because he's getting lit up like there's no tomorrow.
2: Well, obviously, it it right was over a slavery. Joke.
1: I know, but see, you can't. Even if you're a black man making a joke about slavery, you're not. Can't make jokes about slavery. Mm. Is not. But Preston Wilson uh, apologized for it. Houston Astros analyst Preston Wilson apologized Saturday. Oh, so it actually happened uh, over the weekend, or at the end of last week, using a slavery reference during the team's and game. I skipped right over slavery and went to the slider. <laughs> Get rid of the yeah. slider. Think about it for a while, there, Preston. And I, look, I, I, I'm not damning him. He just, he thought of the worst thing he could possibly think of. That would be slavery, of course. Yeah, That's the joke. Uh, that's the joke. Is that a slider is even worse than that?
6: And if you want people to listen, you have to be on that edge.
1: Yes, you, you do. You
6: have to be. You're not necessarily yep. saying those things, but certainly you have to have that insinuation so people will listen. And they, you know, that you're just on that edge. You know, you that's the key to really maintaining an audience, particularly for yep. uh, how long, how many seasons, how many
1: games? 150? 162. 162? Oh. It's a lot of games. How do you do that work? Look, I mean, Beyonce had a, a hit. When he Fs me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster. <clears throat> that was an actual hit. They have to get worse and worse and worse to get big. They just have to. I mean, I'm not taking anybody to Red Lobster. It's not going to happen. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. No doing. matter how good they are? Is, I haven't been to Red Lobster in a long time. Is Red Lobster good? I don't know. The cheesy something. The cheesy, oh, the bread?
5: cheesy crab bread thing, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The cheesy,
1: yeah. I heard that's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Cheesy crab bread.
5: And wh- and it's wh- no Portillo. Wh- oh, Portillo.
6: And where is the best lo- red lobster? Internationally, people should know this. I
5: Where's would say it? on the East Coast. Nope. <laughs> really?
6: No, the best one is over in Golden Valley, right behind General Mills. Oh, right there, yeah. Right behind no, General Mills true. headquarters, right there. Boom. Is that, that is the freshest true. frozen lobster? It's, it's got to be the best because the execs are over there eating every once in a while. You can't have. can't have...
5: That's true. Cheer those
1: people uh, talking talking trash about you. All those restaurants right next to it—they all shut down.
3: Hmm. They
1: all did the, the the KFC shut down. The there was a uh, what else? A Wendy's was over there. That shut down. And wh- you couldn't get to it. You had to go around the block about four times to get to the damn thing. So, but Piazzas now, when that was there, right next door to Red Lobster, that family's from North Minneapolis. That was some good food right there. I'm just telling you, they did huh. a nice job. Nice Italian kids from over the north side there. And that's closed. That's closed, yeah. It's long gone. I mean, the only thing there is is Red Lobster now. That's it. So,
6: and I've noticed the Kentucky Fried Chickens are sort of shutting down wholesale around here. Oh, are they? Because
1: Popeye's is resurging. Popeye's is is kicking ass. And Chick-fil-A. And And Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is doing very
5: well. And Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's is damn good. Right, so I think that's 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 kind of what's putting the hurt on them. And have you gone in the portions... Are insanely small. Like the drummies are like really? barely over the size of my thumb now. Yeah, that's not good. And you know, used to like those big, plump, modified meat that's probably <laughs> more chemical than it is chicken, but sure. I miss that greasy flavor. I'll tell you one thing, man. That bowl they put together
1: with the mashed potatoes and the oh. corn and the chicken and the gravy. Oh, God, was that good. And,
6: that's, and this, is, this is Kentucky Fried Chicken.
5: Yeah, Tom and I are going to go shame
1: well, eat after the show. Shame
6: eat. It's time <laughs> to go. So it's, it's interesting that they could not keep up. So they were destined to sort of
1: fail. Uh, they were destined fail. to fail, yeah. They were. Because they, they, did, they killed it for
5: years. No, the colonel will turn it around. I but you are so? seeing they're trying all different things now. The golden chicken, the yeah. the honey mesquite mm, barbecue, which is horrible. Yeah. It tastes like Band-Aids. Yeah, It's, it's not good. Yeah. Not Ugh. good.
1: Mm-mm. I just thought, look, fried chicken. <laughs> I've told people this before.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, They don't believe me, but my favorite food, because I grew up a poor kid, is fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and watermelon. I mean, that's yeah. what my favorite foods are, because that's what we always had. Like every Father's Day.
5: You were poor when water. You're not even talking red Kool-Aid.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Red Kool-Aid. But we have every Father's Day still, and we'll have it in four weeks or whatever it is. Fried chicken, watermelon, and mashed potatoes. I love it. It's a magnificent meal. Reminds me of not having to sit around and eat really bad crap.
0: I like potato salad with my fried chicken.
1: Now it all depends on what kind of potato salad.
0: I like the old fashioned, not the the mustard. Not the mustard. It's too much mustard. I like the the mustard. mustard.
5: There's a lot of big people. division line you're in our
1: putting, house. You're putting, you're putting <laughs> mustard and potato salad. Oh, a lot of
5: people. Yeah. Oh, is this a lot of alien people?
6: thing you learned about on coast to coast. I <laughs> swear to God, Basham,
5: <laughs> I will meet you in the parking lot and get winded taking a swing at you. Man. I. Uh... It's delicious. How do you not like that? But I, I grew up with a Polish family. So they had mustard in a lot of the potato yeah, salads and, and things. It's kind of a German derivative, I think, with some of that mustardy to hide that. they
1: put
3: vinegar on it. They uh, put vinegar on it.
5: I don't want vinegar. Yeah, not really- in America, Ralph. We have stepped up our game. <laughs> we are going for the Plottsman's.
0: Yeah, I'm not a mustard fan I just yeah. When I have it on a burger or I, good. That's all I taste Is yeah. mustard I oh, don't really? taste anything else But mustard See I'm
1: the same way With ketchup That's weird Because I like mustard But I don't like ketchup
0: See I love ketchup And mayo on a burger
1: it's, it's amazing See I can't
5: eat mayo either Oh. Isn't that amazing how you well, develop it? He's face. just sitting here with judgment in his eyes. <laughs> what now, what well, are you why doing? do you have judgment in your eyes? Because you like. everybody knows that the I'm only thing ju- good on a burger is A1 because is, is it really I'm, chopped I'm not, ham? No, it's chopped steak. It's and
6: what's better chopped, on a steak? Yes. No, I'm not being judgmental. It's just uh-huh. that you're wrong. <laughs> what?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're wrong.
6: Uh, unfortunately, your tastes are wrong. They're <laughs> mustard score- ketchup? At, at the very least, terribly inaccurate. Okay. They're, they're, that's, that's the problem here. Is that they, oh, all those things are great. Think so, about ketchup, it's just all sugar. Is it's it? all sugar. Yeah, so you're against the, like.
5: yeah. We went over to Romania. We're, every place we eat, there's sausage of some form. And I asked for, I asked <laughs> oh, for ketchup, God. and they look at you like you're high. They're like, what? And then the only place that had ketchup was in one of the little town squares, they had a KFC. So I went and I go, I need ketchup packets. She's like, it's 10 cents a pack. I go, give me 200 ketchup packets. 200
1: ketchup packets.
5: But what 20. they don't tell you is, you tear open the ketchup packet, it's tomato paste.
2: Oh, there's,
5: there's no sugar. There's no, it's just a, a tomato paste because oh, they don't nasty. want all that sugar and byproducts that we put in our ketchup. And you had 200 packets. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, <laughs> wonderful. It still better, better than eating just yeah, I suppose. raw you sausage. Can, you can describe Eastern
6: European food, Austrian food, uh, German food. It, in one way,
1: it is all white. Yeah, Cabbage a lot is, of white, white. Potato yeah, is white. A lot the potatoes white. The first is white. It's really white food. You know what Andy and I had for Mother's Day this year? What was that? Venus schnitzel. Oh. We went to La Rope and had Venus schnitzel. It's the only place where you can get breaded meat, and it costs like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
1: why is it so expensive? <laughs> I mean, it's not that much, but it is expensive. Boy, food, I tell you, that's one thing. Food has gotten. Tremendously expensive in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And it's because of this $15 minimum. Restaurants cannot support $15 an hour without a tip credit. That's why they do tip credits in almost every other state in the United States, but not here. Or well, they do that in Europe. There's a service.
6: charge. Your services are, is, is included. Or they yep. don't
5: do anything with that. You just pay the, the yep. amount, yep. and there's no tipping, and there's they don't no want tipping. you to tip over there. Right. A lot of the countries we run into, they're like, "What are you doing?" Well, we're we're wealthy Americans. Let's leave you three yeah. bucks, and they're like, eh, "No, nah, we don't need it."
1: No, they they will give it back to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, well, again, most of the uh, most of the states in the, the United States have a tip credit. That's fifteen dollars minus your tip. So, but Minnesota won't do that. Hmm. So basically, uh, there are servers. I've been talking to people because I know a lot of people in in, yeah. in the restaurant industry. There are people who work. Four days a week, and make over a hundred grand a year as waiters. Oh
6: sure,
3: a hundred grand a year. Well, they'd better uh, do it while they still can, because that restaurant's going away. No, i t- oh, it's
1: sold out a lot of different restaurants. I'm just telling you. Yeah, no, and it's tons not- of
3: restaurants are closing down.
1: Well, they are. Yeah, Portillo's isn't. Portillo's is phenomenal. We
3: need to get our own branch of that
5: over here, Tom. Let's invest. Portillo's right, right, right in here at West End. Oh my God. Do you know how big that would be out here? Here it'd be you huge. you see the lines. I it took you to be it twice. Huge. There's lines out the door yeah. wrapped around the building to get into the place. They're
1: advertising on the KQ morning show. I mean, they're kicking ass. Yeah, they, they're doing really well. And where are they from? Chicago. Oh, Chicago.
5: Oh, amazing food. Why don't you have them as a sponsor, Tom? You and Portillo's? I, we can, we can.
1: Yeah, we should yeah. talk to Portillo's about this. <laughs> yeah.
5: I think we're giving them enough free advertising as is, but it's the greatest food. <laughs> That's true. Until they pass, I will not eat there again.
6: And, and in Chicago, did they start out as a hot dog stand or?
5: Yes, yeah, it was called the Dog Shack, and it was a little, it was uh, Dick Portillo's little Dog Shack it's downtown. Um, I, no, I think it was. I, <clears throat> I can't remember the town now, but uh, I, I can't remember the town now. Um, but they they built it up, and then it you know just exploded, and now oh. it, forever they wouldn't let it go anywhere, but.
3: Yeah. There's a Portillo's in Maple Grove, apparently. There is, yes. And there's one in there are a lot of different places. Oh, we got a... Oh, it's our guest.
1: Excellent. We will be right back in a couple of seconds. Portillo's. There's one in, uh, in, in Woodbury. There's one in Maple Grove. And then uh, there's another... That's new, it. There's oh, one more new... There's a third coming? That's what I heard. Oh, that's what he said. We'll be back. Special guest up next on Bernard Shepard. Chris Lindahls here, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, a package that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor.
4: We're giving away a free home staging package, and the reason we're doing this for KQ listeners is because you just have to win that online beauty pageant. In today's world, over 90% of showings are done on the Internet, and so you want to make sure that you stand out the Chris Lendl team has stagers on staff. So we're able to give you free staging packages at no cost to you. So how'd you come up with this idea, Chris? Well, what's happening right now is we're watching homeowners lose tens of thousands of dollars by not having the right architectural photography and the right staging. And so they're losing all of these impressions and these showings online. And we want to do something to make a difference. And one of the number one core values at the Chris Lendl team is to be generous and give back. So we're giving free home staging packages to kick you listeners.
1: So, Chris, how do people get in touch with you?
4: Yeah, to take advantage of the free home staging package, you can call 763-401-SOLD or go to Chrislandall.com That's Chris with a K. And don't forget to mention Tom sent you.
1: Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Aren't you glad that Dave came in to help you with the music? <laughs> We're it's not back. Six, it is not three, worth It, six, six. it is ready. not worth it. Ladies okay. and gentlemen. It is uh, time for uh, part three of hour two of the Tom Bernard Show. Um, is Matthew on with us? Yep. I think I just heard him say he was going to call back, though. So I don't know what happened. I, I just heard him tell somebody else he was going to call back. Yeah, something's going on. Matthew, are you with us? No, he's not there. I heard him. I heard him. Disconnect. Well, it says
3: he's connected.
1: Um, but I don't know what's happened. We're gonna have to go to something else until he comes back. Cause, oh, there that's probably him right there.
3: Matthew? No, no, he just disconnected. Oh, no, he
1: just gets Okay. That's uh, Skype system. They're going to have to get the phone straightened out in here because that Skype system's becoming a huge pain in the ass. Let me just point that out to you. Because Matthew is a good... We had him on the uh, KK Morning Show. He's a good guest.
3: Okay, he just called. There he is. Matthew. Okay, you can't hear. Okay,
5: that's good. <laughs>
1: This is really. We want to start this uh, segment all over again, Tom. I think I might start my career all over again. Everything <laughs> looks good on our end. Get back in the janitor service. I think. I can hear somebody talking in the background, but apparently they can't. Can anybody
2: agree. hear me? There we yeah, are. Yeah, there
1: you go, Matthew. How are you?
2: <laughs> Sorry, I'm great. Nobody, nobody said anything. I'm like, I don't know. Am I on hold?
1: Did you start boozing it up again, Matthew? Is that the problem here?
2: I I did. Yeah, I decided I just (laughs) pick today to fall off the wagon.
1: (laughs) After talking to me this morning, he went, "Oh God, I can't, I can't be on with him again without schweelin." Exactly, ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Betley, B E T L E Y, Field of Valor, the third in the series, Um, and it's listed at. Why I I do like the fact that on the the cover of the book, uh, the man's back is turned to us. I like that. What inspired that? Well,
2: yeah, so, so with the first two covers uh, for Overwatch and Oath of Honor, they were mm-hmm. sort of traditional thriller covers. Right. With this one, we wanted to go with something a little bit grittier, something that would make me make you think. It's more character-driven. That he's in the middle of like some very turbulent sequence, almost like a battlefield. That's why with the debris exploding yep. in front yep. of him, uh, and, and that that's how we chose that cover.
1: I like it. It works for me. Uh, Matthew Bentley with us, ladies and gentlemen. The book is called "Field of Valor." Um, I tell you, it was such. It was really nice talking to you uh, with Dave Mordall there, former. The, the, I guess there's no such thing as a former Marine. My brother, my oldest brother, was in the United States Marine Corps, and he said there's no such thing as he used to be a Marine. Once a Marine, yeah, always uh, a Marine. So,
2: so the saying is, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine, right. a Former Marine.
1: Oh, so you, there's no such thing as an ex Marine, but you're a former Marine. Okay. What if you get dishonorably discharged? Yeah, hey, what about that? Is that an ex Marine no, if you get dishonor- no, I,
2: I did not. I, I, don't, <laughs> I can't remember who said he got an other than honorable this morning.
1: <laughs> oh, that was Dave Mordahl. Yeah, Dave. Oh, uh,
2: excellent. Is that
1: a dishonorable
3: discharge? Yes. Oh.
2: Well, other, no, other than honorable. Well. There's a difference. There's dishonorable, <laughs> there's honorable, and then there's other mm. than honorable, which means. He did something, but it didn't come to the, uh, oh. it didn't rise to the level of, of what we call the ba- bad conduct discharge or the big chicken dinner,
3: as oh. we say. So those in the not in the know, <laughs> other than honorable, sounds like it's a joke. Because it's like, you know, oh, uh, I it, wasn't yeah, dishonorable, like I'm saying. I'm
2: less uh, serious. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Let's hear about Field of Valor, Matthew, and hear all about the book. Where do we begin?
2: Wow. Well, let's see. So, so this is, the, like you said, it's the third book in the, in the series. It picks up six months after the events of Oath of Honor. And with this book, uh, Logan West and his friends and his task force on behalf of the president are trying to hunt down the members uh, of this shadowy organization that have been manipulating global events to create instability for the past several years. Uh, and, and they're, on, uh, they're, they're constantly looking for leads from the people involved with the events of the first two books, and they get a lead, and it just triggers a rocket ride across northern Virginia, D.C., the Chesapeake Bay, uh, and I tell one flashback sequence to something that happens in Ramadi. And, uh, but this one, I, I intended this one to be a relentless ride for, you know, 385 pages.
1: It's a magnificent thing uh, Matthew and I were talking about uh, a lot of references made to Vince Flynn his name does uh, pop in there when you when you talk about Matthew Betley. do you mind that I mean Vince was a great writer do you mind but uh, referring to other writers while you're talking to a writer is kind of odd
2: <laughs> so so here's what I hear here that is a great question and, and especially now that this is my third year I you know when I received the first deal from Emily Bessler Books. I'll be honest, I was starting a family, I, was still in a, you know, I have a day job. I didn't have a lot of time. I wasn't reading. I didn't even know who Vince Flynn was at the time. And so now to be with the same editor, publicist, entire team, it's quite an honor. And especially when my first book came out, everyone said, And my publisher said, you know, we want you to be the next Vince Flynn. I said, well, based on his reputation, I'm not sure that's possible considering what people say about him, his books, and, uh, you know, the sales that he had and the movie and everything else. Uh, But I'll I'll give it my best. Uh, So I'm always happy to have my name thrown in that ring. Uh, But at the same time, I write a different style than Vince did. Right. Uh, You know, I'm heavy on these intense action sequences I, I consider myself action thrillers and I, I know people describe his books as political thrillers that's right. I know there's violence and mayhem in them as well um, so no I, I, I don't mind it at all uh, it, it's humbling uh, especially considering how big he was uh, but at the same time I do have a unique style no, does no that answer the right. question? absolutely without sounding right. like a complete jackass well mm-hmm. if I can even say that
1: so. you can say jackass I don't. that's fine with me you, you know that's, that's nah, not a that's problem at all. that's not a problem at all no I, and i do agree with you that there's a difference between a thriller and a political thriller there's a big difference there and that's why at first when when i when term limits came out vince wanted to be on the show and i'm like ah, oh, political thrillers i don't know if i you know <laughs> so eventually eventually uh we got to be really good friends and all the rest of it but he he left a copy of Term limits in my uh, term limits in my uh, my golf locker at the, at the golf course. That's how I first got the book. He left it in the locker, but um, yeah, I got to know him really well. Actually, I only really like him because of his brother Tim and his wife Lisa. That's the only reason I like. No, that's not true. <laughs> Excellent. At all. And his dad Tiger. His mother, by the way, you want to talk about a voracious reader? His mother used to read about four to five books a week. I mean, his mother oh was goodness. oh, his mother was brilliant. And a wonderful person. Tiger's a great guy, too. His dad. But um, his mother was really, really smart. No doubt about it. I don't know why Vince didn't get any of that. But thank you very much. Great <laughs> to be here.
5: Um, are the books available on audio as well?
2: They are. In fact, uh, I'm very happy that my narrator is an actor who is on ABC's show Scandal. His name's George Newbern. And he has done a phenomenal job since the very first book. And, and I've asked that for as long as I'm writing, I want George to to do the narration because he's just fantastic. And what's great is that my wife and I were fans of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a wild, over-the-top kind of crazy political thriller show on ABC. Right. And it just ended a few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, so I knew who he was before I found out he was going to be my narrator, which just made it that much cooler because we were really big fans of his character.
1: You know what's interesting about that? Because I've been asked to to narrate books, and I've always said no. Because it's got to take forever to narrate a book. Doesn't it?
2: I don't know. I I don't know what his process is. Uh, I I know he receives it, then he and I chat about it, and away he goes. Next thing I know, I have a finished product, and it's awesome.
3: Honestly,
1: but it's like 360
3: pages. Yeah, on average, I think uh, talking is about a third or a quarter as fast as reading. So take how long it takes you to read a book and then triple that and that's you triple it oh wow and that's oh assuming no God. mistakes but and sometimes obviously you're going to make a mistake and you're going to have to go in and edit it but so i think someone else does that you know
1: that i've only listened to one book on tape and that was the godfather really? yeah it was the godfather and the narration was so horrible i've never listened to another one it was horrendous
3: <laughs> i Can mean you ruin
1: should have heard vito Corleone. I tell you what, I'm going down there and
2: talking to the guy. I'm like, oh God. Uh, yeah, especially I was. Now was that before or after the movie?
1: Well, it was when the book first came out. Mario Puzo was on the on the morning show that you were on this morning. We had Mario on, and uh, it, it
5: just, oh God, it was just horrible. See, I love audiobooks. and oh, wow. and a book book series like this. Uh, like, Matthew, this is what I like when I go on my long drives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you can just kind of sink yep. in and, and let yourself go. It's like a movie, right? Playing in your mind. You yep. get to, well, I, to No,
2: in fact, that is. I'm so glad you said that because I, I'm a huge movie fan. I, I'm, I'm very big into pop culture movies, things like that, which is why I throw so many crazy references into my books. Mm-hmm. And what I would say is that Having a narration to a book like mine, it's just like one level below seeing it. I no kidding remember on my first book tour, I was listening to my own audio book, and I, I swear to God, I got so into it that I forgot I wrote the damn thing. I swear, <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that's right, I wrote this. <laughs> because I was so really into nice. the, the sequence at the time. And, and, and like I said, George is so excellent as the voice of logan west
1: yeah that's great that is terrific you find you found the guy you wanted to find and did did emily find him for you
2: no it was uh simon and schuster audio oh okay. they, they, they managed audio. the whole thing
1: that makes complete sense but to george
2: me. is one of their premier na- narrators so No, i have a question
1: for you now this fake uh fake disorder that you have so you can't come and visit us here in minneapolis Tell tell me more about that fake <laughs> deal you
0: got
2: no, 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 it's not a fake disorder. A, you know, and, and you're talking to somebody who's jumped out of planes, who's yep. done mountain warfare survival at 12,000 feet. But now, unfortunately, thanks to the wonderful uh, desert of Iraq, uh, because I have damage to my small airways, when I get sick, what happens is I get a horrible inflammation all throughout my head and neck, and, and it causes my eustachian tubes to shut when I have a cold. So if I'm sick, I can't, I can't even try and get on a plane anymore. It's pointless. Otherwise, I get violent vertigo, I'm miserable. Ooh, and, and I told ooh. that story this morning about how you know, the woman from Iran thought I was having a medical emergency, All screaming right. in Arabic. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. God, that's terrible uh, However, I would be willing to drive up there you know, Especially to spend some time with you guys in the studio It might be brutal There, there might be hand-to-hand combat involved <laughs> But I, I, I'd absolutely do it
5: Bring I donuts, know. you'll lull us into a sense of false security
2: Exactly Excellent, the, the Excellent. The uh, I'm always up for a good ambush
6: <laughs> <laughs> The hand-to-hand combat won't last long
1: No, it would not last long <laughs> With you being who you are, Matthew It wouldn't last long, it's absolutely true I love uh, being introduced, because you and I have never talked before this morning. I love being introduced to new authors in that way. You know, I know you've had, you know, a couple of books before, several books before, but you and I have not talked before. And now it's like, oh, yeah, Matthew Bentley. That's great. I See, I like that. I'm a big, uh, by the way, book fan. I like to hold a book. I, I as a matter of fact, I still have it I'm in the... I'm with you. I'm not a Kindle yeah. guy, believe not it or not. Either. I
2: can't... I, I just... I've read less than five books in my life on Kindle. I like having yep. a hardcover or a paperback.
1: I do, too. And the only, the only reason I have a Kindle Fire is because Vince Flynn gave it to me for Christmas one year, and I never opened it because he died like six months later. He just... Oh, I, wow. Yeah, so I have a Kindle Fire, but it's never been opened. It's never been used, so I'll keep it around. But, uh, yeah, I... The, when, when I got your book, because I just, I just got your book yesterday, and to take it out of the uh, the shipping package and to take it out and to hold on to the book, to look at the cover, uh, I love that feel of having a book in my hand. I I always will. I, I like having
3: stuff, but I don't like having to store stuff in my house. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. If there was like a hole that I could just drop things into and they go into another dimension until I need them, then I'd... Get a lot more stuff. See, Matthew, i got to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> Catherine, who's usually on this show, but the dog kept her up all night so she couldn't make it today. But she gets so upset because I read somewhere between 50 and 100 books a year. So they pile up at the house and she gets really tired. <laughs> so there are books everywhere. Ah, honey, it's not that big. Don't worry about a thing. See,
5: and the older I get, the less I can stay focused on reading a book. Really? So that's yeah. why I love the audiobook versions because sure. no, I'm in the car so often. If Even on the 20-minute drive to pick up my kids and yep. sit there and wait for them after school, I take a couple of chapters and listen to them. I and I, I love that. breaking it down that way. It's a lot easier.
1: No, I understand that, absolutely. But, Matthew, we do have to get you up here on a, on a book tour if you have to drive up. Um, it's, an, it's an unfortunate thing. But, yeah, you got to come to town and do a book tour. It would be, it'd be wonderful to have you in town. And uh, have you ever been in Minneapolis-St. Paul?
2: So, this is a fun story. Back in college, I was the co-captain of our mock trial team, and we went and competed in nationals, and it was in at Hamlin Law School in front of the, I I believe, the Minnesota Supreme Court, and we ended up placing 11th. So I have been (laughs) up there. It was a long time ago. I think that was in 94. Uh, You might want to leave that off the
5: resume. Yeah.
2: Quite yeah, no, I remember that trip quite clearly because we went to the Mall of America and I almost got into a fight with a bunch of guys from the Citadel uh, who are on another team. Oh. <laughs> true, true story.
1: The book is called Field of Valor, a Thriller from Matthew Bentley. We will get Matthew to come to town. I, I, phenomenal job. You're a hell of a writer, Matthew. Well,
2: hey, I, I sincerely appreciate that, Tom, especially coming from somebody like you who, who's been such a, a fan and friend of Vince's for so long. Like I said, I'm just happy to be on the show. And, and uh, the only other thing I'd add is, you know, people can follow me on Twitter at Betley, and then uh, there's a Facebook fan page, and the books are available everywhere now. Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Books A Million, you name it. And a movie on the way. That is correct. That's we phenomenal. are very fortunate that we uh, announced in February a worldwide movie deal with Thunder Road Pictures, the same production company that brought to you the great classics of uh john wick uh john wick 2 sicario the town and we've got Braden after good producing who did hell or high water wind river love lone it. survivor and battleship just to, just to name a few of his uh movies so we're very very excited about where we think they're going to take that
1: i'm as excited for you and i'm excited for me because i love those movies man matthew thank you so much sir we'll um, talk soon
2: well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
1: Have a great day. You too. Matthew Betley, ladies and gentlemen, B-E-T-L-E-Y, Field of Valor, the name of the book. We'll be back. Tom Bernard.